and we are back. My name is Brian, and you are, as you know, listening to Clarity Radio. Now, today, the date that I am doing the actual recording is October the 6th. So that's what I'm doing now, but this broadcast will be uploaded the next day on October the 7th. So that's the deal. Okay, so it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, October 6th. I am recording, and you're going to hear it. Hopefully it's going to be uploaded before 7 in the morning, sometime around there. But it's, it's a good day. Today, October 6th, is a good day, and it's been another rough week spiritually whenever I'm doing changes in the matrix. For those of you who you've never heard about me, my name, is, again, is Brian, and I have a very special gift. Some people call me the matrix. The main reason why they call me the matrix, I have the ability to change the software program in the matrix. We are in the matrix. We're in the matrix to basically go through sowing and reaping, receiving good karma, receiving receiving bad karma. And I got a thought come whenever I have a little stutters because I have two thoughts coming through. And so it's not entirely true what I'm saying, but to make it very simple. For example, I'm here in the matrix. Okay, thank you. I'm here in the matrix because I'm here to teach and learn. And so I had to go through certain situations in my life to learn from these situations, then be able to help others. So that's where I'm being corrected. Okay, thank you. And once in a while, I will be corrected throughout this broadcast. And that's good for me because I have people who have pendulums or, or they have the gift to be able to discern truth. And I, I've been asking those of you to send me a text if I'm saying anything incorrectly. So the last two or three broadcasts, I've made that request. No one has texted me and said, Brian, what you're saying is not true. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm batting uh, 100%, 100% right now. So, so that's pretty good. So... What's new? Now, in Canada, we've got our new premier of Manitoba, which is a native Indian. I believe that's correct. Yeah, technicians are saying, yeah, that, that's correct. Father, is that correct? Yes, yes. Okay, it's good. It's correct. And so that's pretty good because prior to that taking place, we went to the Spiritual Council and we asked the Spiritual Council to lift a software program against the Native people where they were forever damned. That's been lifted. And shortly after, well, he was elected. So that's good news. That's confirmation. And so I need the Native people in Canada to really, really understand that you got something very special and so you need to do something for me you need to what's the word change the way you think and you need to bring 
complete honesty with your people. And when you do this, you're going to be really blessed. Because I want to see all of you successful. And where I can help you in the future and change the software program to help you become successful and remove additional blocks that would cause you to fail and not be honest, I'm going to be looking to lift that off you because I want to see you successful. And so because I'm saying this, it's, I'm learning that there is a block for you, for many of the Native Indians, not to be honest. So that sucks, and I don't like that. So I'm going to uh, lift that off, and it will be lifted off within three days. I will go to the Spiritual Council, and there are 13 members. I'm the 13th, and I'm the one that basically have the final deciding vote on any issue that takes place on this planet. So I'm going to do that. So that's good news. The other good news is that we made a, a huge software program where we got rid of individuals being programmed to accept I for I and to act on I for I. So the situation between Israel and Palestine, there is a good chance that we can have peace. I'm also working at removing other additional software program blocks between Israel and Palestine. I'm also uh, very happy that the uh, Russians, yes, the Russians, we got rid of the eye for eye. And for the Ukrainians, we got rid of your program to forgive. And so both of you now should be able to be successful in uh, negotiating a peace. But here's, here's the problem. <laughs> it's coming to me. Folks, remember, I have no notes, and I'm just being guided here. And... When I say being guided, I'm being really guided because here's the deal. And so with your penums, those who have the, the ability to do the pen, ver verify what I'm saying is true or not, and plus who have the gift to discern, the true gift from the light to discern. Um, so today is the 6th that we're actually doing the actual recording. So when you hear it tomorrow, um, here's the deal. From the 6th, within three days... The software program is programmed for us to be at World War III within the next three days. Okay? So that means within the next three days, the first nuclear uh, warhead is to be launched. And that's the program right now. So uh, verify, let me, follow, let me just verify this. It's true, okay? So... So here we go. So I am making changes with the Spiritual Council for this not to take place. Okay? And I'm sticking my neck out. And really, quite frankly, I don't give a damn who I upset. I don't give a damn of which world leader gets pissed off because I changed the program that we don't have World War III. I really don't give a damn. You know, we're here in Canada, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, we've got some clown out there that wants to launch a nuclear warhead. So the software program is going to be changed where this will not happen. So it's it's been tough. Like, I mean, I have a very special gift. And, I mean, I can do a lot of things. And I'm using the gift for good. 
uh, when I was uh, Albert Einstein in uh, World War II, uh, I mean, I helped uh, to build, well, I don't want to say I helped build, I influenced the technology of the nuclear bomb. And I did not feel good over doing that because I knew that a lot of people would be killed if the bomb was used. But I also knew that it would serve as a good deterrent over the years that would keep us from wiping everyone out. I knew that. I was I had the gift to discern. And back then I discerned that was best for mankind. So having said that, I'm coming back as Brian and sure there's no question, uh, my gift makes me extremely, extremely brilliant in all fields of science, in all subject matters. There, there's no question, that is true. I want to use it for good, but I don't want to use my gift to build another weapon and destroy a whole bunch of people. So I've been given this gift to be able to manage the uh, software program of the Matrix and stop the madness of individuals who are basically just dark. They're just dark, dark, dark. That they don't care about anything else. They have their revenge. And one particular person, I won't say the name of the world leader. I mean, I was shocked, but I'm not surprised. I asked the question, why does this person want to take us into World War III? So we will never, ever forget his name. Stupid. And so we're sitting back and we're going to allow this individual take us into World War Three. And man's not going to do anything because man can't do anything because man does not understand the software program. So I went to the council and I said, I'm putting my vote in and I will need you to support me. I need World War Three stopped. And so they have agreed. And what that means is that there was world leaders that was controlled by a certain energy force. And this energy force came through one of the mainstream religious institutions. I'm not going to say who it is. You know who I'm talking about. It's the same old, same old. We can't seem to get away from, from this institution that has done so much harm over the years to many people. Tens of thousands, millions was responsible for the start of World War One. was responsible for the start of World War Two, by doing the same thing, controlling world leaders through this energy and forcing them to go into a war. So this energy that I'm speaking of is being lifted. You know, so on, yes, today's the 6th, the 7th, when you hear this broadcast, it's going to be lifted. And those of you with the pendulum, you can verify that that energy has been lifted. And so this is half the battle because... In order for this institution to be successful with uh, bringing World War III onto us, they have to have control, total control of the minds of these world leaders. And they will not have that control tomorrow. And plus, I'm going to do other uh, changes that is necessary, working with the spiritual council to make sure that this doesn't happen. And one of the things when you take a look at this matrix, we have to remember... Going on, on a true, authentic spiritual path, it's like the stock market. It really is like the stock market. 
You know, 80% of the people basically, um, they're losing money. They're losing money in the stock market. Then 20%, up to 20% is making all the money. And that's the true approach with understanding religion. That 80% of the people who are very religious, well, they're losing. <laughs> they're losing the battle. They're being told something that's not true. They're being told to forgive others when you're not supposed to do this. They're being told to accept eye for eye. And it's nonsense. So the spiritual council, basically, on the whole planet, we changed the whole software program, again, for the whole planet. Eye for eye, no one's programmed to do this. And no one is programmed to forgive. No one. Even though people may say they forgive, they really don't really understand. They don't forgive it's like it's like muscle memory you know when you have muscle memory and the muscle retains that memory then you try to get the muscle to do something different and it's supposed to do something different but it doesn't because it has muscle memory but it doesn't mean that it's the correct approach with that muscle memory spirituality religion is the same thing we have spiritual muscle memory in our brains <laughs> and we are just convinced one thing one thing by itself and we're afraid to change that brain muscle memory and we get ourselves into trouble so, so that 80 percent who's not prepared to change they lose now up to 20 percent the ones that are on this planet that's prepared to use a different approach and say, hey, you know, Brian's right, we should not forgive because if I forgive, I'm taking on the role of God. Like, they'll get it right away. And because they don't forgive, they get the benefit. Instead, they go through life letting go of their anger and revenge. Besides loving another human being, the most second most powerful response to human behavior, to one man, to another man, one woman, to another woman, vice versa, man, woman, whatever, uh, adult, ch child, whatever. Besides love, the next most powerful is to let go of your anger and revenge. That's the next powerful. Because when you let go of your anger and revenge, by the way, Father, thank you for giving me all the words because I would not be able to write this. You know, you know, I'm not that smart. And I, I thank you. And so... I do have the Christ in me, so verify that with the pen. Christ is in me. It's Christ who's talking. It's not me. And because I wouldn't know what to say here. And so I'm just saying, and you know what's funny? When, when I do the broadcast, then after I listen to it, I'll go to someone and say, do you realize what I just said? I had no idea. So it's, it's kind of neat to have that, that uh, experience, you know. Well. Okay, once in a lifetime. And remember, I'm only here once in a lifetime, so you got to remember that too, because I'm not here all the time. I'm going to be here and gone tomorrow, and so I'm here to help. So as far as the uh, the spirituality, uh, let's talk about that 20%. I mean, letting go of your anger and revenge, oh my God, that is so powerful. And you do this all the time, and you look at yourself as programming yourself with your spoken word and so when you say something you are reprogramming yourself and you are setting yourself up for another incarnation and so before we came into this incarnation which is the matrix where we don't have a lot of free will we think we do but the free will we have is with God when we do let go of the anger and revenge 
then God gives us the free will. God actually does the changes for us to make our life much better. We don't do it ourselves. So this is good news that we do have some level of free will, but it's through God. And there is, believe you me, there is a God that does exist. And I know that it is that God that works through the spiritual counsel that works through me that determines what happens on this planet that chooses and decides who gets into office in any political position. We decide. I know what's going to happen. And the program can be changed for someone who's really bad not to get into office. And verify that too. Take your pen and do that because we do not want people in office that is going to take us into World War III. That's our main, main concern. Enough is enough. We, uh, we, we blew it in World War I, World War II, and we're not going to blow this time. Three times, no. We've done it once, we've done it twice, not going to happen the third time. There's, there's absolutely no way. So, what else do I have to say, Father? Yes, so, before we came into the Matrix, we had 100% free will. And so, we came here, and this is where we're supposed to go through the sown and reaping, whatever you want to call it. The important thing is, on average, a person will spend nine incarnations in the matrix to be able to get it right, go through your experiences. On average, the person, the average person spends three incarnations. They will get it right uh, by the third time. And then they move on to another 100% free will under a different name, but still carrying with you your soul. Your, 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 you've got a master soul. And when you come in here, you, you have a, a new current life soul and you have a secondary soul, which is your master soul that, that goes with you wherever you end up. So what we want to do is get it right. And so to get it right is basically, hey, listen, listen and follow what I'm saying. And denounce, denounce eye for eye, even though you're not programmed, but still denounce it and don't act out on your own revenge. Don't do it. And don't do any malicious harm against anybody. Don't do it. And stick to letting go of your anger and revenge. If you can do that, you're going to give yourself a Thanksgiving gift every day of your incarnation the rest of your life. You don't have to wait for one day. By you letting go of your anger and revenge, you are helping yourself. You're reprogramming yourself. You're reprogramming yourself so you don't have to have nine incarnations, Groundhog Day, of the same life experience with the same people that harm you. Instead, you can make it in one or two or three incarnations and go to somewhere nicer. Because there is a planet that is, oh my God, is beautiful. It is so, so beautiful. And you deserve it. My clients, all of you, you deserve this. And outside my clients, you deserve it. And I love everyone. Discern, I love everyone. I just love all mankind. It doesn't matter what you do to me. I don't care what you can hurt me. You can you can throw stones on me. I'm still going to love you. I love everyone. And that's true. And so, so that's the message. You know, I just really wanted you to know that I'm working hard for you. And if someone out there can help us, I mean, we need lots of financial help. I'm telling you right now. And I know I'm going to get it. 
but we need lots of it because I need to get my message beyond this studio. I need to get out there. I need to get out there in stadiums, big events, TV, everything. So if there's someone out there that can help, I'm asking. Asking you shall receive. And those of you who have uh, called and you're trying to make an appointment to see me, be patient. I have to get anyone that I see, I have to get permission from the spiritual council. I just can't have you come in and just, we, we start uh, doing the healing or we, we start doing the work. It doesn't work that way. It's very strict. The rules of engagement for who I see and, and who I help is very, very strict. And I don't want to change anything in the matrix that compromises myself or my family or the people who work with me. So having said that, let me see if there's anything else I need to say. Nothing. That's it. He says everything is truthful. I said everything truthful. And yeah, he, then, he, then he says, no, 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 no. He's, he's telling me. And, and it's true in another incarnation, other incarnations, I have the souls in me. I've got the Christ soul in me. I have uh, Benjamin Franklin in me. I have Tesla in me. And I have Albert Einstein in me. And I, I have, you verify that who, if you're gifted. You can verify But ask on, on October the 6th, was this true? Did he have all these souls? And you're going to get the answer, yes. Now, in reference to those who are trying to get me to come to uh, uh, McMaster University, University of Toronto and the Pritzker Institute. Be patient. Three weeks from now, the window should be opening up for them to decide to bring me in. And I asked, why are they not bringing me in? And of course, I finally got it because, you know, sometimes I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Not. <laughs> People say, stop saying that, Brian. You are. Okay, I'm not really, but... Uh, if the Father's not working through me, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Okay, so so that's the answer. So in another incarnation of 100% free will, I actually did uh, have the event with McMaster and UFT and Pritzker, and I got a few people upset, and uh, and I and I discerned it very carefully because I proved them wrong in certain areas of science, and they <laughs> and they were very upset. Meanwhile, they're teaching this in their academics and this is like the gospel golden rule that they're teaching to their students. Meanwhile, I'm saying, no, you're wrong. But that was not my intent to do that. It's not my intent this time to do it. My intent is to basically have a one-day research with all the brightest minds in that university. In fact, they can just bring in some walk-ins from other universities. I don't really care. And have a one-day research with me, and let's discuss any topic, any topic. And, and the thing is, I don't need to know what the topic is before I walk into that auditorium. I don't want. To, I don't. I don't really care, because I can discern anything. That's I can confirm yes, no, true, yes, it's true, or it's not true. But it's a it's a one-day research day where we work together, not against each, each other. And uh, he's telling me something else. He's got me stuttering, you know. Um, what does he want me to say? 
Yeah, he's saying, don't be afraid of yourself. And he says, the deans of these uh, faculties that we're speaking of, uh, I'm going to help you look good. I'm going to make you look good. And, and I'm going to have you be proud because we're going to do it differently. And I'm going to be more understanding. And uh, I'm not going to be like a bulldog. I'm just going to go in there and I'm just going to be very relaxed how I am doing this radio broadcast. And I'm just going to just listen, listen, listen. And I'm not going to have confrontation. I'm going to use a different approach. Because why? In the 100% free will, I didn't do that. And I made a mistake. So I come back here in the in this matrix to correct it. So that's what I'm going to do. Let me verify if that's true. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, so now I understand why I'm not, why I'm not getting a phone call. <laughs> now that is, that's funny. You know, that's the first time I'm doing this broadcast. I now understand why no one's phoning me. Okay, okay, gotta, you know, okay, so I can't be hard on myself. Just gotta just do it again and do it again and do it again and hopefully. And I've got one last thing. I remember uh, my wife and I, we went to out for, for dinner at a minister's, a government minister's home, and we drank some wine, and we had, we had a good time. And she was telling me about a conference uh, for heart doctors, and I said, oh, yes. And uh, she was telling me about it. I was very intrigued with the concept of 400 heart doctors, cardiologists, uh, and I would love to stand in front of them, have a one-day research program. So she got so excited. She got, she's, you know, Brian, I think, I'm, let me explore it. Let me see if I can do something, right? So, so I'm just thinking, maybe she's going to do something. So three weeks later, she comes and sees me in person. And she says, Brian, we can't do that. I, I said, why not? Well, if you prove to them that they're doing something wrong, and there's no solution. What do you think they're going to do? Or how do you think they're going to feel? And, and that's part of my problem. Is because people are afraid to be told that what they've been doing over the years is not completely correct. That that procedure should not have been done that Something else should have been done. And so that's what I'm up against. And even Harvard, I mean, even though I agreed that I wouldn't discuss it, but I'm not going to say the person's name, but very high up in Harvard. And I was going to go there, but they did a little pretest over the phone. And one of the questions was, the student who was talking, what color is his underwear? And I'm going, oh my gosh. Oh, I can see where this is going. And so I quickly ended the conversation. So this is what I'm up against, is that they spend time trying to prove me wrong at first. Instead of embracing my gift, how Professor Mackay at U of T for 13 years embraced my gift. We did 13 years of research. 
And he, but for the first two years, he tried to prove me wrong. So, but eventually he, he got it. So I don't want to go through two years with these institutions and waste a lot of time when we could, we could do something right away. And I really want to get into the government of the United States and help them with their cold fusion. So I've said enough. We're going to go to part two. Part two is very special for women. And uh, you need to be strong when you listen to this part two. You need to be really strong and because I'm here to help you. Okay, my name is Brian. It is a broadcast for October 7th. So by the time you're listening to this broadcast, it's October 7th or after that. So uh, until then, uh, we're going to go to break and we're going to be right back with part two. Thank you.
Okay, we're back. It's still October the 6th that we are recording for October 7th. And my name is Brian and you're listening to Clarity Radio. So I, I'm i told to mention something else. Um, someone telling me that uh, there is a report that says that Putin says to the rest of the world, if someone launches a nuclear warhead against Russia, which I was not aware of this, that he is going to uh, make sure the whole world suffers. Something along those lines. And so I've said very clearly and through my 26 years of doing radio and helping people, having the same phone number and talking to the same types of people, institutions, governments, universities, and so on, and traveling around the world and talking to them, doing lectures. Um, how do I say this? I've said this very clearly that Russia is not the aggressor when it comes to World War III or any type of war. Is They're the bear, and you don't poke the bear. And it seems like the Western world... Uh, particularly uh, Ukraine, wants to really poke the bear. And this is very dangerous. And so when you take a look at history, um, the leaders that really caused a lot of problems, after they died, they were completely destroyed. Hitler was destroyed completely. Mussolini was destroyed completely. Um, uh, Gaddafi was destroyed completely. Uh, Saddam Hussein was destroyed completely. When I say destroyed, they can never have another human incarnation again. And so uh, the Pope in World War One prior was destroyed completely. The second Pope, uh, Catholic Church, was destroyed completely. You can, those who can verify that, discern that this is true. They were, they will not have another incarnation after this. And so we're now the third time around. So if there's, there is a Pope or if there is somebody, if, if Zelensky uh, supports a, a, nuclear, a first launch nuclear strike or even to provoke and forces Russia to launch the warheads, these people who do this will be destroyed completely after they die and cross over. They will not have another incarnation. And anyone who supports these individuals to trigger World War III, directly or indirectly, even if you don't get your hands dirty directly, you, after you die, will be destroyed completely. You will not have another human incarnation. You will not go anywhere. So that's what I'm supposed to say. And so there's going to be a lot of people, world leaders, will hear this message, and it's not a threat. As a matter of fact, it's what the Spiritual Council has voted on that will happen. And I do not wish to see World War III take place. You know, the same day and different, well, you know, actually it's the same shite, different day. That's what it is. It's, it really is. It doesn't change. Same as it ever was. 
That's what the song's saying, same as it ever was. We don't change, and people are afraid to speak up. So I'm speaking to 8 billion plus. I'm not speaking to a group of 26 people. So world leaders, you decide where you want to end up when you cross over. Okay, so let's talk about something that is very sensitive. Not to say that wasn't sensitive. Women. So one of the things that I've, I've noticed, and I've worked with a lot of women that suffer with chronic fatigue. Oh my God. The stories that I've heard through the years. And one of the common responses that women have received from the medical community, I'm not bad in the medical community, I love them, I love everybody, is that they're told it's all in their head. The very common, so many women are told that the problem that they're having, whether it's emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, whatever it is, it's all in their head. Meaning that ignore your head. If you ignore your head, you're going to feel better. But it's not, well, it could be in their head, but it could be like a separate energetic energy field that has a state of consciousness. That had that Consciousness could be really, really bad, very dark. And it could come from another human being. It can come from the spiritual council going through another source. Religion calls it Lucifer. But there is a metaphoric Lucifer out there that is responsible for the facilitation of bad karma. And I know this to be true. But one thing I won't do is talk against that entity. There's no way. Because I know that entity is for real. And you don't ever want to be stuck with one of these entities on you. But in some cases, you can be set free, even if it is on you. But going back to chronic fatigue, the reason why a woman suffers with chronic fatigue and the reason why we suffer, and we're talking the whole planet, the answer is not here. The core reason why we suffer, the answer is not here. Past lives, yesterday I went up to a woman and the big boss upstairs says, go and ask this woman this question. Gave me the thought. And I went up to her and I said, excuse me, I just want to know, do you believe in past lives? And she looked at me very shocked and she said, no. And I said, thank you very much. And I walked away. So I said, Father, what was that all about? And then all of a sudden he starts giving me the thoughts. She is busy transferring her bad karma to someone else. So she cannot afford to believe in bad karma that is 
hers. She has to believe in the spirit realm somewhere else that, okay, maybe she's got a bad karmic debt, but she's not supposed to pay that debt. Someone else is supposed to pay it. So that's what she's done. She's transferred that debt to someone else, which is cancer. So she's not interested in dealing with past lives because now you've got to dab into a lot of different issues. Then all of a sudden it's revealed that, hey, you did this and you got a karmic debt to pay. But yet the third party entity that's on the person that's supposed to be on the person is not there. Then I can discern where it is. And so she basically confirmed that almost everybody who does not believe in past lives is passing their bad karma to someone else. So that was a learning experience, a reminder for me. Women with chronic fatigue, their issue goes back to many past lives. And the women that's around me, the issue goes back to the Catholic Church. And I'm not putting the Catholic Church down because there's a lot of good people in the Catholic Church, but it only takes a handful of people in the Catholic Church to destroy the reputation. So I'm talking about this type of person. And it goes back to many of the women that are coming to see me with chronic fatigue. They were a nun or they had some position in the Catholic Church in another incarnation. And they were raped. They were raped by one, two, three, four, five, six priests, whatever the count is. It doesn't matter. Because in the past, that's, that's what they do, and they still do the same thing today around the world. They haven't stopped. They still continue. And so what happens is that when a woman is raped, and I actually discern and I imagine I'm a woman and I'm being raped. And, and when I say being raped without consent, we're talking a situation without consent. And most women, over 90% of women who get raped, this is without consent. What they feel after the rape or even during the rape, that they want to die. They actually will say out loud, I want to die. I want to die. And this sticks with you because when you speak a word, you are reprogramming yourself for the rest of your incarnations. And you're taking that memory so the chronic fatigue is connected to obesity. And what I learned that most women who are overweight were raped in another incarnation. And most women who are overweight suffer with some form, some level of chronic fatigue. Most women. And the, the pain could be mild or could be severe. It depends on the severity of the rape and how many times you have been raped in another incarnation and what you said. So what happens is you have these different entities, you know, call them dark souls from the individual who raped you. So you come into this incarnation and because 
you forgave the person who raped you, their dark soul goes on you and they're saying, aha, you forgave me, so you're going to take on my karma. I don't have to go through any sort of karma. So it's the dark soul that's on you that is causing you to have this chronic fatigue. And most women eventually, eventually, besides the obesity, okay, you get high blood pressure, you have different illnesses connected with, to obesity. It could be diabetes or whatever, but the primary, the primary disease that it's going to trigger down the road for most women would be a minor or severe heart attack. And most women, most women who have this chronic fatigue as a result of being raped in another incarnation, you're going to end up having the, uh, in a lot of cases, the obesity, and you're going to have a severe or minor or minor or severe heart attack. So that's what you're looking at. And so the issue is, because I'm working with women on this issue right now, and, and what we're doing is we're, we're seeing how many times, it was raped six times, then there's six sessions independent to get rid of everything. And it could be the seventh, which is God, you know, uh, the soul and reaping the, the council will, will put something on you for you to lift that off and that's usually connected to the primary incident that you experience the first incident that you experience where you did not handle that situation correctly and that has to come off there's always a reference point and so it could be if i see six then it's usually one more seven and this is very difficult for for women and i'm you know, I sometimes sit down at the mall and I'll watch the women who are overweight. And I'll say, Father, did that person get raped? Yes. And another, was she part of the religion? Yes. The church? Yes. Most of them were. Not all of them, but most of them that I'm discerning. And one thing that I've noticed with women who are, that have this condition of chronic fatigue, uh, being overweight, most of them are beautiful looking women. Their faces are beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful women. So you can only imagine what they would look like if they lost all that weight. You can only imagine what they would look like three incarnations ago with the Catholic Church looking beautiful. And the priest took advantage of them. And they come back later on in a different incarnation and, and there's there's no real help for them they suffer there's no real help no one out there is really helping them I mean what what do you want you want to have a surgery where you you have your inside stapled you want to have a staple that's not the answer Conventional medicine, I have a lot of respect for conventional medicine. It saved my life many times. We need conventional medicine, but we also need a true understanding of why people do get sick, why people suffer. And like I said, the answer is not, the core answer is not here. 
And that's what we suffer with because we're trying to help somebody. And we don't have the core reason why they are overweight. And so, women, there's, there's help for you. But you need to get rid of the gunpowder. You need to disarm what is making you gain weight. I mean, you can go on the yo-yo diet. You can go on the yo-yo diet. You're only going to gain it back. I remember Oprah Winfrey talking about her childhood of being sexually abused. But she was also sexually abused in other incarnations. And that's why she's gaining the weight. Then she loses the weight. And that's what's happening with a lot of these weight loss programs around the world. People are making a ton of money off people who are losing weight. Then they rebound. Then they go back to the same program again or a different program. But they're not understanding the core reason why they go on this yo-yo diet. They need to remove this energy off them, that extra soul that is making them go through this trauma, this ordeal. You know, I took on someone else's karma in this incarnation. And in the last two years, I think it's two years, I lost 65 pounds. And I feel like I got another 20 to go. But people are saying, no, Brian, you know, take it easy. You look good where you are right now. But I'm just thinking 20 pounds. And, but I don't want to be in a position where Someone puts a string on my butt and use, uses me as a kite. I don't want to get that light. But I feel a lot better. But I did some stupid things and I forgave other people and I took on their karma. And I had to come to experience this because my mind, uh, being Benjamin Franklin, my role with the post office in the United States, that's why I love the U.S. government so much, because I have, I have a past life, the Declaration of Independence. I have, that's, I have that experience. I did a wonderful thing for the United States of America. I did a wonderful thing for the United States of America when I was Einstein and when I was Tesla. That's why I'm drawn to the United States because of my relationship with those souls. I love Canada, but I look at Canada as a, as a safety net, as, as a safe zone for me. I love this country, Canada. But women, you can be helped. You can really, really be helped. And the re main reason, yeah, the main reason why you 
gain weight after the rape because you forgave the person. You did not let go of your anger and revenge. And you're the perfect victim because through religion and working for the church, you were told to forgive. So that was a setup for you. You were set up. So now you need to know that you never forgive anyone. It doesn't matter what you do and teach your kids, your whole family, for them not to, not to ever forgive another human being. And I know a lot of you women, you're worried about your sons and daughters going to war. You can feel it. A lot of you are. And just trust, we are not going to let one human being on this planet start World War III. You just have to trust. It's not going to happen. If it does, I try my best, to, to the best of my ability, but it's not going to. But the people who do this will be punished after they die and cross over. And they will not see another incarnation again. The council has taken over from the dark side. And the dark side has been very cruel, very wicked, evil. And they have set us up for World War They have set us up for World War III. But he's saying he's coming in again. But we've allowed it to happen because we... We haven't learned, you know, we're going with religion and we're saying that we have to forgive. And we may have had this experience in another incarnation, World War Three, where we did forgive. No, this time around, no, we're not going to forgive anybody. We're not going to forgive. And so when we die... We are supposed to, this is the belief, we're, we're either going to go to hell or we're going to go to heaven. But in the last 50 years, there's not one Catholic, after they died, they went to heaven. You can discern it. Take the pebble mount and verify that. Not one went to heaven. Okay? Instead, they keep coming back here on the treadmill. They don't leave. But the number one religion where they do go to heaven are the evangelicals. And I was surprised, but I'm not really surprised because I, I, I love those buggers. You know, I love them. You know, And they do, a lot of them do go to, to heaven. But those are the ones that have gone outside the box and they realize they're not supposed to forgive. But they're still part of the group. But they're not forgiving anyone and they're letting go of their anger and their revenge. And they're not hanging on to eye for eye. Those are the ones that are going to heaven within that group. But that group is most of the people that is going to uh, heaven. That's how they think. They don't forgive someone directly. Again, take the pen and verify that. What I'm saying is, uh, is, 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 is tough. And we're trying to, you know, the, the, the big question is, what about us? You know, you're, you're, you're looking up in the sky, looking to, 
for an answer, God, for Christ, for somebody. But I'm here. I mean, women, I love all of you. But what good is your marches doing when you're trying to raise money for breast cancer when you don't understand why you're getting breast cancer in the first place? Why you're you're getting different reproductive cancers. But if I speak to you, you don't want to hear it. You're hoping for a a medical bullet that can wipe out your karma. In this matrix, 50% of conventional medicine procedures is there to circumvent your bad karma. Again, folks, you're gifted. Discern that this is true. So that 50% that's going through the medical procedures to avoid their karma, every one of them ends up dying of that disease. Every one of them. You, you don't make it. You just, you're just another number going through the system, and the treatment will not help you survive and be cured. It won't. Because you're trying to circumvent an issue that you have to deal with through someone like myself. Whereas the other 50%, well, we need the other 50%. You break your leg, you know, you, you gotta, you need to get it fixed. If, you, if you've got a blockage that needs to be surgically removed real quick due to some environmental issue, you need to get that looked after. A car crash, whatever, you need to get that looked after. I understand that. But when you're dealing with something like diabetes, you're dealing with something, a cancer, you're dealing with uh, some sort of uh, neurological disorder such as Parkinson's, you know, you've got to deal with your own issue. And a woman who is overweight, again, you have to deal with your own, your own issue. Now, I'm not saying every reason why a woman is overweight is because they were raped. No, there's other, there's other reasons. But what I'm saying, most of the women that I'm encountering these days are connected to past life religion, and uh, they were raped. And they suffer with chronic fatigue, and they're overweight. And they're, most of them are, at least 90% of them are gorgeous. I mean, really, really, really beautiful. But it makes sense. And... When you take a look at chronic fatigue, most of the individuals who get chronic fatigue are women. It's not men. Men are doing the raping. <laughs> They're not getting the chronic fatigue. Some men, some men, and keep that in, don't erase that. Some men do have chronic fatigue because they were sexually abused, let's say in the church by the priests, and they have, uh, and they, they forgave the abusers. But most of the individuals that I am encountering are women that have chronic fatigue, not so much men. And that's another clue that what I'm saying is correct. So, 
If you're supposed to come and see me, you'll see me. But I'm not going to judge you. Even if you were raped in this life, you need to get that healed. You don't want to take that issue into your next incarnation. If you're not suffering with chronic fatigue and you've been raped in this lifetime, you do not want to die and take that into your next incarnation because you're going to come back with chronic fatigue. You will come back with chronic fatigue. Yes. And he says, not, he's, he's telling me at the same time, not everyone will, will do that, but most of you will. So that's what I want to share with you today. And what a message. But listen, the software program is programmed. If you say turkey this weekend three times, you're supposed to have turkey dinner or you're supposed to have turkey somewhere. So if you say it three times and you don't feel like cooking, call your friends and see which one's having turkey. And get your butt over there and enjoy, and enjoy the turkey. Then you're in compliance with the software program. So let me see if there's anything else I need to say. Okay. Oh, my gosh. He says, you were too tough, Brian. <laughs> you're t Okay, so... I think my toughness is the fact that I worry a lot for 8 billion people. And I worry over the fact that maybe five individuals can take us into World War III. Because that's all it takes. And that these five individuals, well, they're insane. They act normal but they're insane. The smartest thing that the United States can do is to convince Zelensky and NATO not to poke the bear. Because it's the requirement of the United States and the President of the United States knows who I am and he's had many conversations about me. He knows who I am. So he can't sit back and say, I don't know who this guy is. The wisest thing that he could do at this point is not to encourage NATO or the Western world to poke the bear. We can now make peace. Within three days, Putin will be forced to negotiate so you don't need to go and launch a nuclear warhead. He will be forced by the spiritual council to move towards peace. And so will Zelensky, both of them. And I wouldn't want to be in either one of their shoes if they don't do it. I'm afraid of what can happen if I do something wrong. So why shouldn't everyone else be afraid? Well, you think it's just me? That I'm going to take the fall for 8 billion people? No way. Not doing it. Not this time. So, 
Let me see if the father's happy with that. Sometimes he, he, he gets very firm with me. And okay. He wants to say he loves everyone. That's what he wants to say. He wants to say he loves everyone and that the message that is coming through me is coming through to Christ and it's tough love. He wants everyone to know this. Okay, what else, Father? Tell me. He wants Putin to know by me saying this, it's going to get the thoughts will eventually get to him. That if Putin does not uh, go into World War III, his transgressions will be waived. All his transgressions will be waived. Let me verify that. I'm making a serious statement. I'm going to make sure I'm doing the right thing. Hang on. And all the transgressions of Zelensky will be waived too. So both can now move the world towards peace. And so with the President of the United States, if he moves this planet towards peace, all his transgressions that God knows about, <laughs> God knows everything, will be waived. It will be waived. How about anyone else, Father? No, that's it? My God. So the hands, the future, the hands of the future of this planet is with three men. Putin, Zelensky and President Joe Biden. Three people that could end this. And the Father has just committed to waive all their transgressions, everything. So when they die and cross over, they're not going to be punished. This is huge. Hang on. Okay, now it's now almost 10 after 4, October 6. I have to make a vote now. They've asked me to make a vote to agree that this be done. So I'm now making the vote to agree that all their transgressions will be waived because I have the final deciding vote. Let me see. And you can take your pendulum and you can verify that what I'm doing is this is for real. I now have the final vote to waive. It's like when the president pardons someone. I'm doing a spiritual pardon for three of them. Father, uh, the council, I vote in favor of waiving all transgressions that's attached to President Putin, 
President Zelensky and President Joe Biden. That this goes through. That only God of the highest, the supreme God of the highest can undo this. No one else can undo this. And let my gift of spoken word of the highest be accepted by the spiritual council as the 13th member of the council. I vote yes. It's done. Okay, let me see if there's anything else I need to do. So we're done. We're done. Wow. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, if you listen to this broadcast one month after, I realize it's not Happy Thanksgiving when you hear it. <laughs> so don't say it's not even Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, take it easy. And I feel good. And all those who have the gift to discern truth discern that what I've done is true and it's gone through. So until then, we're looking forward to another broadcast for next week's Saturday. And I want to thank all of you for being a participant in this whole experience that we're having together. And I want to say that I, I love everyone. And I just don't want, and nobody wants, unless you're insane, nobody wants to see a world war take place. And much of the problem that we've had is that these individuals were programmed for World War III by the, by the dark side. And those programs are being undone. And I tell you, it keeps me busy every day keeps me busy doing this work to undo and also the program uh, to crash the economy within three days um, by the dark side is going to be undone too uh, we're still working it. We've, we've partially done some of it but I still have more work to, to be done uh, the issue is timing it's not whether or not not like I can do it. I can, but it's, it's time and I have to do everything at, at, the, at the time that the spiritual council has in mind for me to do. We have to work in unison and, and do it correctly. That way there's less bumps in the change. Okay, I'm gone. My name's Brian and uh, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, it's October 6th, but it's Tomorrow's October 7th, so October 6th, October 7th. Thank you for listening to Clearly Radio, and thank you for supporting us in so many different ways, all of you who do. Thank you.
about us? What about us? What about?